everyone you are listening to the me and my dad watch anime podcast where sailor suits shall rule <laughs> my name is drew and i'm here with my dad david greetings friends and this week we watch takeshi mori's otaku no video but before we get to the show let's let the people know dad what are we under the influence of mushrooms Woo! <laughs> i'm tripping balls dad <laughs> I don't even know what the hell I'm drinking right now. Yeah, no. this is, uh, everything is shapes and colors, and I think I see little, oh, oh, the little people are trying to get me. <laughs> Shit. No, in this episode, we are, I, I believe we've had this one before. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. And it's called Prophecy. I do like, uh, I th- what was it? I think it was King of Thorn, because I believe I remember the king that was on the front. Yeah. I think that feels right. Yeah, we have a king. Yeah. So... Otako, Otaku King, yes. Wow. Excuse me, pardon me. Yeah. Thanks, Wayne. We got it going. You could at least applaud us for coming to Otaku Kings pretty naturally at the, <laughs> the top of the episode. At least, you know, give us a pat on the back, Wayne. Yeah. Before you walk It's not the all fuck. about you, you know. Yeah, before you walk out of this podcast like you always do. You're free. You're literally super free because of Probably, us. Probably, yeah, specifically because of us. Yeah. So <laughs> just, here's your pour. Just give him a fucking pour. Damn here. Oh, look like you're about to pour that all over your fucking pants. Well, I'm not sure. I didn't think I was pouring into the glass. I'm high on mushrooms. Now. Yeah, that's true. We're uh, we are way out of our way out of our elements. So much so that I can't talk, and I'm you know, as I said at the top, I'm tripping balls. But, Dad, now that we're uh, I guess getting deeper into this mushroom trip, how would you like to <laughs> open up this movie for us? Uh, this one was uh, a little different. Uh, 1991 different. anime spoofing the life of and culture of. Otaku. A mockumentary. Yes, a mockumentary. I actually kind of like that uh, genre. As well as the history of Ganex. Gynax. Gynax. Yes, yes. Would you consider <laughs> The Office... A, the Office a mockumentary, right? What? The Office, the TV show The Office. I guess so, yeah. yeah that's like you a modern example. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say so. Yeah. And uh, there's... <laughs> well, there are live-action um, segments... Uh, although they're part of the, and I, I found that people, some people uh, did not understand that that was, you know, making fun of, or that that wasn't truly, you know, 
Yeah. Otakus that are otako. Uh. <laughs> otako? You, I mean, this isn't even a fucking name you're having trouble with. It. I know. Otaku. Man, I shouldn't have drank that first bottle of wine. I know. You, you, I guess you <laughs> washed down the it. mushrooms with the wine, <laughs> yeah. which is really a lot. It's Saturday, you know what I mean? I guess, dude. I guess that's a great way to spend a Saturday. But yeah, no, I, uh, I have a lot to say about this movie. This was kind of funny i mean the whole interview stuff you saw that it was fake though right oh yeah 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 yeah. they were kind of just taking the piss out of themselves yeah and i loved i mean the fact that hideki Yano was a part of this yeah makes me smile <laughs> <laughs> and uh i don't know if i found any fun facts um but there was the one american guy in it yeah when you talk about lum no 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 the guy that that uh it was he was actually greg york yeah yeah, yeah. craig craig oh. york Man, but <laughs> am I going to get one day? Right? <laughs> you're, you're, it's just dark in here. That's really the problem. We haven't turned the lights on. But no, I saw, he was. If you listen to him closely as they dub it over, he's talking about Lum from Yurasayatsura. He was saying like Lum is his favorite character. He was making some comment. No, he did. But I mean, what I had found was I guess Lee Hernandez and uh, Sean or Sean Howell, mm-hmm. who were uh, part of the, the the staff over at General Products in USA. Mm-hmm. And he was also, and she basically said that they were sort of pissing on him, and that actually they're saying that the the translation um, was different than what actually he was saying. Yeah, you can definitely tell that. Which dude. I didn't really notice that, but yeah, I keyed in on that almost immediately. It's like this dude is just going off, but and she's like was going on saying, "Oh, you know, he was pouring out his you know heart and soul," and I was just like, "Really?" Yeah. <laughs> Just like, was he not in on the joke? Apparently not. I think only you can be self-aware in Japan when it comes to being otaku. Saying you're an otaku in America is a weird badge of pride that some people throw on themselves. But like in Japan, it's considered an awful thing. It's considered something that's like plaguing their country. Yeah, obviously. I mean, it. they, they made it seem that, you know, it was shameful to, you know, acknowledge yourself as... As it should be. Yeah. <laughs> well you know what i mean at the end of the day i don't think it's any different than no, you know tons really of not. people in, in or even in the united states I it's mean, good to it, have a hobby it's yeah but it's no different than people that are just you know into game you know video games or you know that specifically mm-hmm. or you know incels or whatever and uh yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah. and the whole comic con stuff i mean cosplay's big stuff around here and stuff like that well the crazy part of this is like post gamergate being kind of nerdy has become relatively mainstream, so much so that no one really like will shit on you for it anymore. Yeah, but it was well, it's the nineties were much different. The, the the truth of it is is that nerds rule the world. <laughs> the meek shall inherit the earth. <laughs> I mean, come on now, you know what I mean? Computers, anybody that's in tech. Yeah, I mean these guys. I are have all, a whole Zuckerberg you know, point to bring up about this. Dude. Yeah, Zuckerberg for you know. Bezos. Uh, Gates. Uh, these guys are all just, you know, computer nerds and, yeah. and so forth. And uh, hey, I was a computer nerd to, to some degree. So you think you're better than me? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Daddy chill. <laughs> <laughs> but you've inherited sort of my nerdness now. Yeah, no, I mean, trust me, dude. We have, uh, what, video evidence of me having a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament when I turned 12? Yeah. 11, 12, whatever it was. Yeah, you were totally sucked in. I was a super nerd. That's the most hilarious thing. <laughs> yeah. I was an otaku in a way. Well, that's what I'm saying. We yeah. all have a little otaku in us. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of otaku were uh, hopeful that they could be in other people, but that also doesn't happen so much. Fortunately, I did get married and had two kids, and, you know, I'm yeah. not, you know, you, you... finding uh, sexual... Gratification? Yeah, through video games or... 
I'm glad you got your nut, Dad, because quite frankly, I wouldn't be around if that was the case. Yeah, if you true. were a computer nerd, truly. Yeah, true. And uh, Rotten Tomatoes, there were no uh, critic reviews. Hmm. Nobody watched that. And the audience gave it a 94%. So wow. anybody that, uh, obviously, the anime crowd uh, you know, likes this movie, specifically, I think, because of it has so much, so many in-jokes and stuff like that. It's I very mean, If you understand, you know, and I couldn't even begin to tell you. I, I didn't catch half the stuff, or mm. not even probably... One percent or ninety nine percent of the stuff that they had in there because yeah. I was looking at all the references that they that are in the movie and it's just endless. It's considered like a, a I mean this is what it said on TV tropes, but I, I understand it to be sort of like not mythic. It's sort of legendary in the sense that it kind of gives a a, a look at the history of Gainax, but also gives you a, a full idea of what it is to be an otaku right. or at least an otaku during that time. Right. I I mean, I'll get to this again. I guess <laughs> I guess I have a whole point about this. Like I said, this movie inspired some thoughts for me. Uh but before we jump into those, let's see what else the internet has to think about this one. So, I'm going to throw this one into Letterbox worst reviews. So, Two stars by James Attridge on uh, January 19, 2020. I appreciate the mistranslation of how many cosplays have you perpetrated in referring to cosplayers as repeat offenders. Strong undercurrent of otaku culture as a shameful crime. Parentheses, which it is. <laughs> I I also thought that was super funny. It's like, how many cosplays have you perpetrated? Like, how often are you, you know, you going out into the middle of the night and dressing up as a fucking anime character? <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever cosplay like as like? I don't even like to dress up for Halloween. Really, you're not a dress up type of person. Yeah. I think it's funny. I don't know. The cosplay thing involves obviously a little bit more commitment to it. Uh, in the way that the guy talked about it in the show, it's like you got to be the character. You got to get involved with whatever's going on. That's too far for me. I wouldn't be able to like method act. But I, you know, throwing on a costume. I don't know if I really care. I've, I've dressed up as a Ninja Turtle for <laughs> one of these episodes when it was just you and me. So I think I could probably make it happen. Uh, another three stars by Max on July 25th, 2021. Babe, wake up the kids. We're going to Otaku Land. I have to imagine that whatever parent would say this probably smells like absolute garbage. <laughs> or, you know, whatever family. I think anybody who's going to go to Otaku Land doesn't smell particularly well. And the fact that they reproduced, I, I can't help but think that would, you know, transfer on. Actually, I do. I make reference to that in my... Uh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Good thing we're on the same point, then. Yeah. Well, you know... I I'm, mean, hey, we got, you know, the Ghibli theme park. I mean, I mean that might be as close as to oh, Otaku Land. I forgot that we want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I am an Otaku! <laughs> shit, dude. I know. I, I felt like I was like, oh, shit. I don't know if I should... You know, bring that up. Man. I don't know I if I should fucking talk about this. I yeah. feel like I'm going to get myself in trouble. Yeah, maybe I should reconsider. Uh, just... I mean, that's not quite what this guy was. You know, he was no. like thinking. You know, he'd have his own. You know, country Gundam or something. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> he's got a whole district. Otaku of... could you know live in peace and harmony. And... Wow, I think more places should be decentralized from you know the government. I think we <laughs> should be able to have these Fallout style settlements where you could just have your own fucking rules, like back. Well, I guess that was back in like I don't know. Florence well, isn't that what Texas wants to do? I, you know, <laughs> if, if Texas opens up a fucking theme park and wants to be their own country, I I think that's kind of funny. So succeed whatever. from the union. Is that really going to kill our country if Texas becomes its own thing? 
I mean, they might try to invade other places, which would be the the real problem. But yeah, I don't think that's I don't think they would try to yeah. invade it. No. But yeah, I I, uh, I don't think anybody that could just you know whip up their own country is going to have any you know true ability to yeah. Uh, it's just invade. a bunch of dudes in fucking Ford trucks. <laughs> just Texas around. freaking invades Oklahoma. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, whoa! What do you think of Ford Tough? <laughs> I imagine driving around and uh, smashing fucking mailboxes and causing a ruckus and being pissed at Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden's president. That's oh, it. We're done. I'm pretty sure it's Joe Biden's birthday today. Is it? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a sad day. Yeah, fuck you, Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. No, I just don't want to see him get any older. Oh, that's true. It, it, does, it doesn't get better. <laughs> I mean, what? Is he 80 now today? No, he's probably like... No, he's 78. He's probably 79. 77. Is I, he? I think he's, he's 78 right now. He must be 79. Man, we got to stop, you know, electing. We need a millennial president. Whatever. I, I mean. think the fact that we can't elect someone until they're 35 is dumb. Can we get somebody under 50, maybe? I mean... How old was Kennedy? Kennedy was, I think, 40-something. Yeah. I think he was in his 40s. Same thing with Obama. I would love a 40-year-old. Was Obama 40 when he was elected? uh, I think he was either, like, early 40s or, like, 39. looked like the president aged him, though, because he's, like... Looking gray and stuff. But that's everybody, dude. Yeah. Nobody can handle yeah. the presidency. Yeah. If no I know that better than myself. Yeah. If I became president, my hair would grow back and then it would fall out again. That's how <laughs> stressful that shit is. Uh, I guess speaking of stress, we got three more stars by Robin Eikens on June 4, 2021. Karl Marx is rolling in his grave. And this movie had a lot more of a, a capitalist overtone than I really uh, would have thought it to have. But I guess the nerd underlying factor is that they're the best businessmen. They're also the most ruthless. doesn't matter if you're the nerdiest dude in the room. You'll absolutely cut your best friend out of a company just because a banker showed up. Well, in the, the, the fact that a man, I mean, and I, I had this in my, um, your spotlight, my spotlight was that there was all these references to the, the Russians, you know, like that they, I don't know whether they were buying the product. Gorbachev or, likes anime. Yeah. <laughs> he likes garbage kits. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what, what the in-joke, you know, on that was, but. I think it was, well, I mean, that's the whole that Russia anime thing is, can, you know, was invading Russia type of thing. Like I think even, anime you know, stopped a, the Cold War. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that part, but it had uh, Ronald Reagan building up, um, yeah, I think it was Ray from fucking Evangelion. It was incredible. Really? No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> that would have been there a funny There was a scene. lot of crap in there, so it wouldn't have surprised me. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, references that, like you said, I probably picked up on a few, but there was maybe too many for me to really get all of it. Yeah. it was. This was definitely for the in crowd. This was one for them. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got another three stars by Jane Mahoney on April 20th, 2019. I don't think this is something I would uh, I would revisit, but as a time capsule of such a specific and vibrant fandom period, it's absolutely fascinating, and I'm glad it exists. I, I, I actually am glad I watched this movie just because it does... It's funny. I mean, it's definitely kind of so funny. So is 91 is. like the apex mountain of, of anime? Is that really sort of... I don't think... No, I wouldn't say that. I think... By 90, whenever Cowboy Bebop and Evangelion, like, come to the surface, and those are probably later 90s, I think Evangelion was 95, those are probably two of the best examples of any anime to come out ever. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I have an incredibly high esteem for Evangelion, and that's kind of why I also like the the Gynax part of this, because my very next comment is uh, three and a half stars by Babe Sapien on January 30th, 2021. Is that Hideaki Anno? <laughs> <laughs> and he was, you know, the dude who was playing yeah. the perfect fucking game. Yeah. How do you take care of your sexual needs? Well, 
I like computer games. <laughs> I that's the saddest shit to yeah, me. Yeah, they keep goes. Isn't isn't she cute? He's like you know, rubbing like her cute, nipples yeah. with the mouse, <laughs> and they're showing his freaking hand, like just sitting there, freaking like vibrating. Or I thought when you first saw him, I thought he was jerking off. I thought that was like his introduction. <laughs> yeah, to the well, character. that's what I thought, man. I mean, like yeah, you know, like, like he was showing his hand, like you know, it was just like, oh yeah, we had to pause the video right there. I don't. I've had people tell me that they do kind of like hentai or the representation of like a, a naked female body in an animated form, but it just doesn't do anything for me. It really doesn't. I mean, I've given it a look. Trust me. Like I've gotten bored of regular porn and I've tried to no, see what I've, else. I've seen it. I've mm. watched it too. I guess I watched it with Kite and that didn't obviously do anything <laughs> for me, but yeah, the it's, it's. Uh, maybe I just haven't found the right one yet. I think maybe if I, you know, shop around the hentai world, I'm sure there's there's a uh, to each their own moment uh, in the in the hentai world. Uh, and then my last letterbox is uh, four stars by Daniel on August 12, 2019. Empires will fall, but anime will endure. And I think, like, I mean, it's the same principle. The meek shall inherit their earth, and they're going to be uh, living in their rooms. As the world has been evaporated by nuclear damage, everyone who is an otaku will be in their bunker with their DVDs and their waifus, and everything will be good. And I think that's the true... I mean, it showed at the end, what, 2035? Yeah. And that's the the idea uh, many scientists have put out, that the world would be cooked by 2030, like 2040. So I guess we kind of knew it even back I thought then. it was around 2050. You were 2050? I've been here in 2040 since I was like fucking 15 years old. Yeah, well, I've been hearing the end of the world since I can't remember. Yeah. I can't even tell you how many times they was like, yep, it's, you know, some group or somebody said, yeah, they were, it, the end of the world's supposed to happen, you know, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird thing to be like day of. It's like, all right, everybody, uh, get ready. Tomorrow's the end of the world. Yeah. It's like, uh, should I pack? What's going to happen? I don't know what's going on. But yeah, that, no. Nah. Uh, I guess I maybe have to get more into anime. Maybe I have to actually start liking these movies. But, Dad, now that we have the Internet's thoughts on the table, where would you like to shine your spotlight? Well, as I had brought up, otaku in hygiene. It's mm. it's always, you know, basically said that if you're uh, otaku, that you're somehow, you know, starting to get overweight, uh, you don't shave. Yeah, you uh, get sloppy. Yeah, you get sloppy. Because it was funny that... Uh, the, the other thing that I... <laughs> I always find really funny is the songs that they play. Mm. And then when they show the lyrics, I mean, to me, they're some of the most hilarious lyrics. The Lost Way of the Otaku, I think, was the ending song. Yeah, listen to this. Yeah, the last one where it's him yeah. and her like going back and forth. Mm. And it says, she, you tacky, unsightly person, even in internal love would fade with you. I love you, but I don't think I can go your way. Wow. <laughs> you tacky, unsightly person. <laughs> That's savage, dude. <laughs> I think, would you be able to come back from that if you like were getting into a new hobby and all of a sudden the person you, I mean, what happens if you just got in an anime and mom was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't think I want to be with you anymore. You gained maybe 10 pounds. You <laughs> you smell vaguely like, I don't even know, Cheeto dust. Yeah. I, I, I think that can happen without, you know, being... Attacked, <laughs> yeah, I can barely hold on to my woman now. <laughs> uh, let alone fucking watching a, you know, anime. I mean, he has another line here. Costume play is my reason for living. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that's kind of sad. 
I think there's like a nobility in like being really committed to your uh, craft or, you know, your hobby, whatever it is. So, you know, if you're truly an otaku and you don't want pussy, just live your best life, dude. I'm sure the pussy will come around, as it did for Kudo. Listen to this one. A single shadow squirming in the dark. That is otaku. <laughs> <laughs> a single shadow squirming. A black symbol that has appeared in these sick modern times. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. They fucking, uh, you know, describe them like they're, they're It pedophiles. steals inwardly and grabs hold of one's sensitivity. This is a fate from which no one can escape. That is like very dark poetry. That feels like Edward, uh, Edgar Allan Poe. It's like <sighs> essentially just gothic. Yeah. That's the life of an otaku, dude. It's just dark. Literally, you're in your room and you just got one screen. <laughs> kind of like we're doing this podcast. And, um, you know, I was trying to, I don't know why they kept like showing the live video clips, but they always had some like event that seemed to be some tragic event. Like, mm. why did they have to like, you know, show you like this time at this moment, you know, there was that, uh, who was the guy that, I guess he was like a guy that was famous for killing children or something. And that's how the, the name, um, was it the otaku. otaku murderer? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, Sutoso Miyazaki. I yeah. believe his name was, or I, I actually have it in a, a later category. So I'm going to have to figure out how to pronounce that in a moment. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. The otaku killer. That was definitely a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, but they referenced like the shooting down of the the Russian shot down a Korean airliner, and then yeah. they were talking about the those murders mm -hmm. and uh, some of the other ones. But I just thought it was just weird. What, I think it was know. supposed to be like tongue in cheek, like, "All right, we're gonna interview these these nerdy dudes, but it's so tragic what they're doing that we're gonna connect it to some other world tragedy that's yeah. happening on the same day." But you know, I I don't I I would, can only assume I can only assume that's yeah. the case. Uh, I had a few spotlights. My first one was uh, I had portrait of an otaku as a young man. And I want more of this. I want more like I need someone to be chronicling the day to day life of like the otaku people. It seems like back in the day, so many more people were writing down stuff like taking notes like the writer kind of in a in a social circle who could kind of show the, the broader world what the otaku life was. We need like a real 2021 otaku portrait i want to know how bad it really is compared to how it was in the 1990s because it doesn't seem like it probably could have gotten any better i feel like it's gotten even worse especially since the whole part of the country mm. even in our country i mean the whole decline in you know men doing whatever and this kind of goes right into my next thing which was milady mouth which is the the gentlemanly the, the chivalrous language the shakespearean english that you know nerdy dudes used have you noticed that in the no. movie, they were like, art thou, you know, why are you, you know, they were just talking like they were reading off fucking Hamlet. <laughs> the one guy, I can't remember what his specialty was, but it's a, it's a super common, uh, I guess otaku is, is a little too general, but just like, you see it all the time in nerdy dudes, especially the whole milady thing, like a, a fedora guy, like tipping his hat. That's completely ubiquitous with this whole thing. Yeah. And it's essentially like a pickup line. It's instead of hitting on them because they know they don't have game. They'd be excessively chivalrous <laughs> and they think that's going to get them pussy. And you know what I fucking found? I found otakusingles.com. It's a website that I don't even know how I came onto. Uh, well, came onto. Well, might be everybody little... can find their tribe now in, well, on the internet. I, 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 whoa, <laughs> I have an, whoa, wait a minute. Holy shit. I have a message from somebody. 
I made a profile to see what was on here, and someone... Oh, no, it's it's a computer. But yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, it's a catfish. But no, I'm like... I looked it up, uh, and there's, like, old dudes on here, and, like, really weird profile. Old dudes? There's, like, uh, there's like this 50... Like, look at this guy. He's 17 miles away. I'm not going to read his, uh, his uh, username, but he's in Flat Rock, North Carolina. He's just this weird old man who's made like a profile and there was another guy whose like name was like looking for a strong black male so i don't even know if this is just like grinder light or (laughs) (laughs) or if they're truly otaku yeah it's sort of like you know they've taken over the website and really just like hey you know we got a new place like go here and you know sign up but you know we're not otaku but you know (laughs) we do like to fuck each other Get off! No one's having oh, sex on this man. website. That's that's sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully this this otaku singles website uh, gets these dudes late or Either finds that, or dudes. They don't, they don't understand the, the connotation of the word. I guess they. I don't even know how you would stumble on. I mean, the fucking um, what you call it? The logo has a little anime girl in the heart next to it. So I don't know if you can really <laughs> disassociate from anime when you're talking about otaku singles. But yeah, uh. I. I hope uh, everybody's using that sweet, sweet Shakespearean English on otakusingles.com. And I just had two more. One of them was the circle interest. And the circle was described as just you and a group of people liking the same thing. And the breakdown that they had in the movie really made me laugh. Because the regular ones, how they had it, was like sci-fi was the biggest, then manga and anime. Mahjong, which I guess is probably the equivalent of uh, chess. In this in this context, maybe in an American sense, then UFO studies, jack of all trade, which I just guess is everything, and then other. But the other was the thing that really made me laugh because it was some of them were fine, some of them were normal, obviously. Right. Gundam Alliance, special effects. Then it gets into Lolita analysis, transvestite research, and perverted matters. <laughs> so, the thing about the otaku thing is that they're always studying. And I just think it's so funny that they're doing, like, analysis on if they should like children or not. It's like, all right, how are you, first of all, you're reading Lolita by fucking Nabokov. Then how deep are you going down this Lolita analysis? Yeah. And even the transvestite thing. Like, so many people don't even want to engage with any trans anything, but these people are making shemale jojin, which I didn't actually understand <laughs> how they got there. But, I mean... Yeah, I guess it sort of encompasses every... Like, anybody that has any kind of interest in one particular subject, and yeah. you just immerse yourself into that subject. And LGBTQ matters. <laughs> and whether you're a pedophile. And it just sort of takes over your life, you know, yeah. and then you stop, you know, showering and, and eating junk food and whatever. Uh, and then, But, of course, you're an expert. I, I really appreciate the idea that these people are doing their due diligence to learn more about trans people. <laughs> but that just the, the other stuff is sort of hilarious to me. But yeah, the research alone, I really would love to know what kind of text they're doing. If they're doing like Google. And, I, and, I, and I'm not sure, I guess, what, what were they doing? I mean, is part of it that they were selling their own type of yeah, comics? They, like they would put them together and make like 300 copies and mm-hmm. then sell them at these meetings. Mm-hmm. So Comic it's outside guess. of the, you know, the main or the, the major corporations or whatever. Yeah. That are doing it's essentially it. like making your own mixtape. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> that's the <laughs> equivalent of making a mixtape for a nerd is making your own fucking doujin or comic or whatever. Yeah. You got to love it, dude. You got to love the hustle. Yeah. I bet you would, it would be kind of funny if like um, an otaku kind of approaches you. He like, 
you know, brings you back to his car. It's like, all right, I got what you got. He fucking opens up yeah. his trunk and it's a bunch of shemale children yeah. or, you know, lollycon bullshit or whatever. Well, like I said, I can remember when I was young, I would, you know, I was into comic books and specifically like the Marvel stuff, like Spider-Man. And I used to just draw Spider-Man, uh-huh. you know, and try to make my own comics of, you know, Spider-Man comics. So, I mean, I sort of get it in that sense of like, you know, like, oh yeah, we're going to make our own comic. Well, they do that. I mean, that's sort of what Wattpad or all these other um, fan fiction sites. I mean, the whole, it's really essentially just fan fiction. I mean, I guess fan fiction would imply that you're using property or IP that's like belonging to somebody else. Like it, you, Wattpad is like a, a website where you can write your own stories. Like, let's say I wanted to write a story about Hermione, uh, walking in on Ron and Harry hooking up and like the the tailspin of that situation. Are like, you serious? They have that? I wrote it. Oh! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it no. would surprise me. I mean. Oh, come on. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm... No, come on! <laughs> fuck off! Fuck off! <laughs> I'm not writing if, uh, Harry Potter... Yeah, you got your... Well... Yeah. <laughs> we're getting way off base here. I guess I'll just throw my last spotlight out there, and it's Revenge of the Nerds. And what better motivation is proving to a girl that rejected you that you're not only better than them, that you never needed them? That would seem to be, what, Zuckerberg's, uh, motivation in The Social Network. It was kudos... Uh, motivation in this movie how much what other movie can you think of where like getting back at a girl rejecting you oh satellite girl and milk cow is kind of like that <laughs> in a way <laughs> even though it's not like a uh, you know a great example but yeah there's nothing better dude once you know that you've been rejected you're like i have to do everything i possibly can that's why so many nerdy dudes are fucking ripped nowadays because now that they know if they get in the gym they might have a chance of getting pussy but they don't have a good enough personality to make it happen which is the problem have you noticed that the distinction between um, male gaze versus female gaze when it comes to like what girls and guys actually think is hot? Because there's a recent thing that's been happening on the internet ever since Pete Davidson has been seen uh, dating Kim Kardashian. Yeah, uh, which is amazing, by the way. Um, but people on Twitter are like comparing like this is Joe Rogan at 54 and this is Pete Davidson at 27. And Pete is like this skinny dude with stupid tattoos. And Joe Rogan is obviously a fucking muscular meatball or whatever. And the idea is that they think the Joe Rogan type is the better version, but it's, that's the dichotomy. That's the juxtaposition when it comes to like male gaze versus female gaze. Like females don't really want the Joe Rogan type, the bald buff dude on, I don't even know, uh, mushroom brain enhancers. It's oh, they want the tattooed. They want the skinny dude with dyed hair and a massive penis. That's literally it. Also, Joe Rogan is like five four, five five. That dude is a shrimp in real life. So (laughs) I don't think he would necessarily be the best example Uh, against like a six two P Davidson. But no, you don't have any thoughts on that. No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's it's cool to be pulling Kim Target, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, but how long is that gonna last? That's just a weird thing, like. Who fucking can- Okay, this is an incredible point. P. Davidson now is essentially just a fuck toy for Hollywood. That is essentially being the backup quarterback of life. All you do is hook up with hot girls, never really super stay along with them, but you get to hook up with all the hotties. I don't think I would want anything else. I think P. Davidson is living the American dream. <laughs> Except his dad died 9-11. You know, that sucks. Did but, he really? Yeah, he wow. was in the Twin Towers. No it's okay to joke about it, though. He does it all the time. <laughs> uh, Dad, any 9-11 jokes? No. 
Uh, I was going to put through the jail button. <laughs> you know, maybe I'll hold off with that one. Uh, Dad, uh, maybe you're not going to go to jail for making any sort of unseemly comments, but you have any uh, takeaway or uh, an unintentional lesson for this movie? Yeah. Video games apparently can replace sex. Yeah. The screen, san- uh, the screen can satisfy. Yes. As we've uh, come to find out. And I think in the end, um, otaku will live on. And I think that they're the main reason why... We want to leave the planet is so we can spread the otaku, you know, yeah. I mean, we got all the, <laughs> You we said, got, yeah, like I knew what you were talking yeah, about. No. <laughs> you were looking at me like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, dude, the otaku will live on like cockroaches and a nuclear bomb. Well, they're, you know, it's the, the nerds that are building, you know, these, uh, the smart people and uh, that are building the spaceships that, you know, technically go to Mars and then from there, who knows. Are you ever going to get involved with the metaverse? If someone were to buy you like a quet, like if we got you a headset one year, would you start engaging with the metaverse in any real way? Um, I'm well. I'd like to probably just see what it's all about. I mean, it's definitely you never come out of this room. Yeah, nah, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> they can do some cool stuff. You can watch like an NBA game live. Like you're, you feel like yeah. you're courtside with. Them well, only because I've read about this stuff. I mean, they've been predicting this for a while. Yeah, and it's interesting that it, you know, it's actually going to be something whether it's actually cool or not who knows but yeah i'm sure it'll be fine i the way it's been sort of like proposition and talked about in the last couple of weeks i mean when we tried long. that you know um what's facebook's there what is it yeah like? yeah yeah i know what you're talking about that that game i mean the vr stuff it's pretty immersive i mean you do really feel like you're inside of that world in some way mm-hmm. there's certain aspects of that that i'm interested in there's certain games that I'm interested in playing, too, on a, a VR headset, like Fallout seems like it would be kind of cool, or any real shooter, I guess Call of Duty or, like, a Halo type of thing. But I don't know. Once you start getting into, like, really real-life simulation and you're just in a room talking to people, dressing yourself up, that's where I sort of draw the line. I, I mean, it, it feel. I mean... Being that there was, you know, a lot of, you know, stories about people that couldn't stop playing video games, you know what I mean? And, you know, that they actually let their kids die because they were, you know, immersed in a video game. What? I can only, yeah. Pe- parents let yeah, their kids like die? In, yeah, in China or something, there was these this couple that had a, you know, baby and they just like were video for like oh 20 God. and they just forgot like to, you know, deal with their kid and it ended up dying or that's something that's hilarious like that. no that, that's not hilarious <laughs> that really is kind of funny no it's not funny. there was no drugs that's involved sad. no drugs no alcohol it was just them fucking playing video games for 20 something hours straight Ooh, and the no, baby i mean died. And i don't even know how long they were playing yeah they just sort of even if they even kids. went 48 hours that's even funnier you yeah. go two days you're like you know what fuck <laughs> it we're both in the, the zone right now I have a kill streak that i just can't quit but you can only imagine that 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 kind of thing is going to be you know happening or just people getting immersed in this. You're going to stop going to work. You know, it's sort of going to be, I mean, it's already like Facebook is, you know, attributed to being like the dopamine machine. You yeah. know what I mean? People, you know, go on it and they can't stop going on it because they just get this little dopamine drip every time they get a like or something like that. So mm-hmm. I would love a controlled experience, I guess, with that. I know we missed the opportunity to go to like a VR room. But there's some like VR scenarios that I think would be pretty cool to try out. Unless I mean, I wouldn't want the full experience. Just doing it at my house feels like 
I don't know. You're like, you're just setting up too much. It's like having multiple places to jerk off in one house. Like you just can't, <laughs> you can't really do that to yourself. Then you're never going to leave. Um, so I had a couple of takeaways. The first one was otaku aren't your real friends. And if you're drunk buying manga at four in the morning, I think you should take a hard look around at what's going on and decide whether alcohol is really surrounding you with people that you want to be with or if it's just people who you tolerate. And that's something that I've really figured out with alcohol, that you really end up spending a lot more time with people that you don't like if you are drinking more. Have another glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we drink, Dad, I think it makes it a little more tolerable. But the only reason why I'm here, Dad, is because you know I, can I drink ran out of weed yeah. <laughs> and I need a little something else to take the edge off. If we weren't drinking this wine, I don't think we'd be doing this podcast. <sighs> that would be fucking crazy. All I'm here for is what, half a glass of wine every week. <laughs> That's like the saddest drunk I could possibly be. Uh, my next takeaway was a divorce movie isn't a bad idea for uh, a first date. Or any date, apparently. And did you see he wanted to go see Kramer versus Kramer? Yeah. That was bad choice, but, like, you know, it is what it is. I guess he could see some good performances. It technically, it's a good movie. But very strange choice. What's the worst movie that you could possibly go see with a date? What type of movie, you think? Ugh. I feel like it'd probably be have to be, like, a divorce movie. Or something where it's, like, very traumatic in a relationship. Like, relationship-centric movie. Yeah, I would, yeah. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. This horror's good. You're not going to go bring him to a kid's movie unless, no. Um, yeah, it'd probably be that. You'd have to have something and be like, all right, maybe we should just like pump the brakes on this one. Uh, and my final one was that a woman's purpose is to stop men from becoming incels. And it seemed like every uh, woman in this story was sort of always on Kudo's side. But, you know, there was just the aspect that they were just always looking out for him in a way like the one girl UNO didn't really give a fuck after a while but you know the the other otaku girls kind of would congregate and decide you know or at least ask them themselves these kind of questions how much pussy does this motherfucker get <laughs> we read zero pussy man <laughs> dear god and then they just have to you know give him some pussy it's just a real that's the conversation that women have that men don't really want to you know acknowledge it always seems like the girl amongst the uh the men in this you know Utaku mm. clan or whatever. They they never seem to be interested in the one girl that's there. Yeah. Or I mean obviously like and supposedly, you know, just in 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 the movie, I mean, she was technically kind of hot. hot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, when he's looking at her like, "Oh shit, man, that was a, you know, this girl that we met in the elevator." Well, that's what makes him the real Otaku king. Is like all the girls are technically a little bit more into Kudo than anybody else because whatever, you know, Ueno, she doesn't care for it, but Fukuhara ends up coming around too. The 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 bashful, blushing, you know, super artist who yeah. ends up getting him through, who has barely any dialogue, but just like looks dotingly at Kudo. He's yeah. like, yeah, you know, you're my new boyfriend now, yeah. just because. But even then, he seemingly sort of ignores her. I mean, yeah. I think they might hint that he's sort of falling in love with her now. I yeah, guess I guess. I mean, there's he, some kind of association with him. I think really what it comes down to is that friendship is just so much more meaningful than whatever relationship you can have with a woman, especially if you're an otaku. There, you can you can connect more with a man, I suppose, when it comes to uh, your chosen interest in terms of actually having to talk a girl uh, about her feelings or anything else. I'd rather fucking talk about Gundam any day than. Have and were to they ask trying to imply that women more than likely are drawing these, you know, anime character, female anime characters, and not the men? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 
these these uh, you see the the boobs on those uh, yeah that's one of those famous things from Gynax like the boob jiggle is something that it's well known for and this like movie specifically in that character uh, is something that I, I guess uh, to use the word again is legendary like the way <laughs> their boobs bounce around yeah in like directions. they don't really yeah they're not uh, you know basically. They don't follow gravity at all. Yes, exactly. They're not the physics of him. Wow, zero gravity titties. <laughs> Holy shit. That's the real future, dude. Yeah, well, hey, no bras needed. <laughs> it's it's almost like the future is right around the corner. Yeah. Fuck flying cars. I'd rather have zero G tits. <laughs> Just floating out of her top. Well, dad, you know, I we got to keep going, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep pushing through this one because yeah. I could keep talking about this movie forever. But we are at the question section of this podcast. Uh, we are actually heading back home. We had a, a pretty crazy trip out to Cuba last week, and then I guess we ended up in Shadowloo somehow. But we're heading back to Tampa Bay. Uh, and we do have to figure out where these uh, first three points are going. So, Dad, you ready for three lies and a truth? Yes, sir. All right. So, entry number one. The anime convention Otakon has an annual tradition of playing otaku no video at the beginning of the gathering and at the end. Entry number two. This movie is infamously believed to have inspired the otaku murderer, uh, Sutomo Miyazaki, to begin his spree of four murders in 1992. Entry number three. For his cameo appearance in the film as an otaku obsessed with a perverted computer game, Hideaki Anno chose to methodak and stayed in his room for a week before uh, filming. And last entry, entry number four. According to a recent study, Russia is one of the highest purchasers of anime and anime-related materials and has seen a 200% increase in the social withdrawal of men. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? I think the first one is, I don't think there's, I don't know if there's a convention by that name. You locking that in? Yeah. You are incorrect. Otakon is actually a convention that came about from this movie. They had a, you know, they saw the Otaku Land dream and they made it into a convention. But I guess that's something that they do every year. I don't know if they did it during COVID. I feel like that would be, you know. Oh, that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been a while since you've beefed uh, these. And it seems like whenever I put it at the top, yeah. you can't fucking help yourself. I know. I picked that one off. I know. Off I was hoping that I would put it there and you're like, learn from your lessons. But no, it's it seems like the first one is always the first one to go. I was almost wondering if the Russia one was freaking real. Yeah, that would have been really funny. I definitely made that one up. And, you know, all the other ones were, uh, I had no idea. I don't know what Hideaki Anno, I couldn't even find like a picture of his face in this movie. It was always the back of his head. Right. So, hey, you know, maybe he did stay in his room. Maybe he was uh, fondling uh, anime girl's tits with his mouse. <laughs> I can't tell. Maybe <laughs> maybe we'll have to figure it out a different day. But, Dad, it's, uh, were you paying attention? So that means it's game day. Uh, I, I think Erskine is... Going to be pleasantly surprised uh, that he isn't going to be going against murderers this week. <laughs> but he does have a, a little bit extra accessories on his arm. Uh, I see what you are wearing right now is going to be the fuck that armband. Yeah. And that has uh, been awarded to you after, I guess it's been four weeks now of a four game win streak. You're, how do I use it? Any question that you find to be too difficult and you want an automatic touchdown, you look over the sideline, you say, fuck that, and you 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 know call the audible and you get the touchdown. Right. You can only use it once uh, per game. And if you lose, then I take it away, and you got to win you know several games in a row again to get it back. Right. So 
You got the extra power, but you got to do whatever you can to keep it. But hey, why don't I send this over to my, why don't we send this over to my co-host and uh, we'll get this game fucking rolling. So you ready to send this to Joe, dad? Yep. All right, Joe. Hit, hit him with, with those, those horns. horns. Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Clark. Coming to you live from Raymond James Stadium in sunshiny Tampa Bay. We're anticipating a great game between the Osaka Oda Kings and the Tampa Bay Vipers. We're XFL newcomer Patrick Vanellitator Skines looking to tack on another win against this Japanese expansion team, but it'll have to beat out their involuntarily sexless defensive captain, Raisin. Never touch my dick before, Tachibana. Back to you, Drew. Wow, never touch my dick before. Can you imagine how hard that would be? Never to touch your dick? Not even once? Raisin um, apparently has. I can't even believe that's true. <laughs> Even as a baby, he just always had his shit up, his hands away. Well, I mean, just sometimes, you know, when you go to the bathroom, you might have to hold it. Maybe he's a sitter. Could be. I'll be honest. I enjoy a good sit when I take a pee. Yeah, I I do a lot of times. Because what, you go on your phone too when you take a pee? No. I I use that time to specifically go on my phone. Yeah. I almost like find a way to cheat it out. (laughs) (laughs) But thanks for uh, introing that one for us, Joe. time, yeah. Yeah. It's just more excuses to watch porn, I guess, on the toilet. So first half, question number one. What year did the TV series Mighty Air Jack in Japan? Was it A, 1968 to 1969, B, 1970 to 1973, C, 1975 to 1977, or D, 1980 to 1984? You know, I'm going to pull that. Fuck that. Wow. An automatic. Out of the yeah. <laughs> automatic TD on the first play when you can't even get a TD? <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Let's go. All right, Joe. Send this back to you. It looks like <laughs> the first guy's going to call audible. <laughs> Drew, in addition to being the only team in the league that bans its players from sexual emissions with a partner, the Oda Kings are one of the best film study teams in the XFL. So let's see if this extra testosterone inhibits the pursuit of the quarterback. Erskine drops back. Play action. Patrick stands the defense. He's going to take a shot down the middle. And he hits him deep in the end zone. Bemi, Buffalo build my hot neighbor, Sandelson, securing this pass in the end zone for a touchdown, Vipers. Wow. So... That's incredible. You literally cannot get a touchdown on the first play, and you did. Yeah. So up 7-0. to zero. Let's fucking keep rolling. Question number two. Uh, what date did Magical Princess Minky Momo air? Was it A, April 2nd, B, January 11th, C, March 18th, or D, May 15th? Hmm. This is one of those in between, you know, uh, things between the interviews. Yeah. I'm going to say, oh boy, there were so many dates. Hmm. I'm going to say April 2nd. April 2nd? Yeah. All righty. Back to you, Joe. Drew, the Oda Kings defense front can smell the sex on our sky like sharks the chum. <laughs> <laughs> like sharks the chum. And they're swarming the problematic prince. The Vipers better do something to, to ascend on the sideline because Petra can't shake the stink as Beef Whistle comes out to boot this one away. So apparently you reek a pussy and the, uh, the Oda Kings are coming at you. What uh, day was it? It was uh, March. It was March 18th. Uh, April 2nd, you know, you're the fool on this one, but yeah. you did not throw a pick. So yeah, I started looking at all those dates and I was starting to try to write some down and then they, there were just so many. I, just yeah. I saw you getting tired. You were like yawning and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's 2.49 on a Saturday. So I already knew it was just like, oh, forget it. I'm yeah. just either going to have to remember some of this stuff or... I'm either going to have to say fuck that or I'm going to get fucked. Yeah. It seems... But hey, we are... 
super close to halftime, and you're up uh, seven to zero. So question number three, and if you get this right, I'll say you get the field goal, since that's just, I guess how it works. What is the name of Kudos Tennis Club? Is it A. Hot Boy Hitter Society, B. Woodpecker Tennis Club, C. Escaton Tennis Club, or excuse me, Woodpecker Tennis Team, uh, or D. Happy Rackets Tennis Group? It would be B. B. Yeah, the Woodpeckers. <laughs> the Woodpeckers. All right, Joe, is he right? Drew, there's two minutes left before halftime, and the Vipers are set up in their nosebleed if I'm near a girl package. Erskine takes a snap. Five-step drop. Now we'll take another shot to the postman. And Erskine throws a cold rope right to his hands. Brangelina can't make eye can't char- can't make <laughs> eye contact Sharpie. <laughs> Making the no-look reception. And that's going to be a first down, Vipers. And they're going to trot out the kicker and boot this one in right before halftime. So, Dad, we're going to go up 10-0. to zero. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you, you at least are uh, on the, the fast track to keeping your fucking advantage. So Yeah, uh, I didn't know. I don't remember them talking about the woodpeckers, but I had read it in uh, in my research. All of a sudden it said his, you know, he was on a tennis team and it put in parentheses, the woodpecker. And I'm like, yeah. What the f- you, woodpecker? You, see, you only see it once when he's like selling food at the fair or whatever. Uh, he has like, I don't know, there's like some banner in the front. But, hey, it's halftime. Joe Cook is bursting out of the booth. He's uh, running down to the locker room. Patrick, what do you think about your uh, your sexless opponents? Do you have uh, anything to say? Yeah, I'm, I feel bad for them. Really? Yeah, they don't know what they're missing. Well, uh, Patrick. Because there's a man that likes to indulge, you know, and have a little fun with the ladies. I'm really not sure what they're thinking. Well, quite frankly, it's uh, apparently team policy. Very much like the Yankees have to be clean-shaven, the Ota Kings cannot come. Uh, with a partner. Or a human partner, excuse me. Well, that's probably going to explain why they're going to lose this game. <laughs> <laughs> Do you plan on getting any of their uh, any of their uh, players uh, uh, fired if you plan on taking them out? I'm going to do my best. <laughs> I'm going to try to ruin this yeah. new expansion team. And it actually might be the best thing for their team. Uh, yeah. I think they have a lot of pent-up freaking frustration over there. That might be the thing. Yeah. That might be the thing that makes them Either so hard Either that or they might as well just go all to the monastery. I mean... Ooh. This is this is not, um, you know, a sport that you want to be playing. That you're you're not, you know. How many people? What is the 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 professional football to to being a priest pipeline? What do you think? How many people do you think have crossed that line? Under a hundred people who have played professional football and then became a priest after? No, I, I bet it's higher. You think it's higher than that? Yeah. Who have at least done They've one pro- sermon? Let's say like yeah. they're at one sermon. That feels actually probably right. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that become, you know, uh, they don't necessarily have to be, you know, celibate and yeah. stuff like that. They just have to be religious. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's probably true. I don't know how many people have become full-blown pastors after being come, like an NFL player, but <laughs> that's a fun thought. All right, Dad, second half. Question number look four. look that up. Yeah. <laughs> let me... <laughs> Kyle, turn the camera on. <laughs> I don't know. Let everybody know. All right, question number four. What percentage of otaku cosplay? Is it A, 10%, B, 12%, C, 15%, or D, 19%? I think it was a slow. I think it was only 10%. Only 10%? That admitted to it. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they were fucking hiding under the floorboards. Yeah. They were trying to keep them anonymous. Just like the guy that they interviewed. Yeah. That's not me. No. And he whips <laughs> out his helmet. Yeah, he has it in his office, yeah. and he's mortified if anyone brings it up. <laughs> That's that's bad. Live shamelessly, I suppose. Like Ersk- like Erskine, I think maybe. All right, uh, Joe, back to you. Let him hear it. 
Drew, coming out of halftime, the Vipers are in their quarterback. We'll have to go back to the drawing board because the Oda King defense, just Naruto ran into the backfield for a bruising sack on fourth and short. And the Vipers are really going to want that one back. So, another nothing drive. What uh, happened? The, uh, what was it? It was uh, 15. 15. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I must have said that one too. It's okay. You had a uh, Castleton tried to fuck my therapist soprano in the end zone, and you, you know, like you said, <laughs> like I said, you got sacked. So maybe on the next one. So question number five: What Miyazaki film does Tanaka have a poster of in his room? Is it A. Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, B. Lupin the Third, the Castle of Cagliostro, C. My Neighbor Totoro, or D. Castle in the Sky? I'm gonna say it's Nausicaa. Nausicaa? Yeah. Alrighty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, with a third quarter nearly over, the Vipers are coming out in their orgy with my figurines package. Erskine hikes it. Hand off the juicy... Th- uh, hand off the juicy... Th- <laughs> hand off the juicy thighs. Now toss it to Patrick on a flea flicker. And Vanilla Tate throws it deep. But he overthrows his man and the ball is intercepted. Atsuki, sniff your butt when I meet you, Miyamoto. Getting a good return on this one. And Erskine is shaking his head as he goes back for a touchdown. Fuck, Dad. Question number five and you threw a fucking pick six. It's seven to ten. What was it, Lupin? Yeah, it was Lupin the Third. Damn it! It was. Uh, I was between those two. They had made reference to Nausicaa at some point. So I just did they? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. I only saw that they made several Lupin references. Yeah, maybe it wasn't Nausicaa. I don't know. <laughs> They're all blended together at this point. <coughs> all right, Dad. This fucking you should have waited to hold. You should have waited to play that goddamn. Uh, you know, fuck that audible because this question might be hard for you. If Tanaka began his mold at three forty-five a.m. How long did it take to dry? Was it A, 10 minutes, B, 15 minutes, C, 20 minutes, or D, 25 minutes? Oh, shit. Um, you do see the beginning time, and you do see the time that it's over. Yeah. I'm going to say 15. 15 minutes? Yeah. All right, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, the Vipers will draw this game to its conclusion without a change of score, and the final <laughs> result is 10 to 7. What, what an absolute escape act by Erskine, able to run out the clock and get himself out of this shitty situation. Damn, that's yeah, so bastard, man. The Oda Kings, dude, they're not fucking around. Yeah. That defense is stingy. If they're going to keep their virginity, you know, behind lock and key, <laughs> they're definitely going to put you through the ringer on defense. Yeah. So, wow. Looks like you get to keep that, uh, fuck that audible, at least for Ooh, another week. Thank God. Yeah, you, wow. You lost that the first week that you got it. I would have been kind of sad to hear. <laughs> what was it, 25? Yeah, it was 25 minutes. See, it's just like I... Whatever your second these, choice is, yeah. dude. Your first choice Damn. is always hot garbage. Damn. Come on, Dad. You 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 know better. I know. You're not that guy, pal. Trust <laughs> me. You're not that guy. <laughs> Apparently, you don't know better. But hey, we still got to continue to festivities because you did, you know, get a win, which is all we really care about at the end of the day. So we're heading back in the locker room, drinking a little more of this wine Gatorade. And uh, I'm thinking of playing Would You Rather. How do you feel about that? Uh, let's do it. All right. So would you rather stay in a giant cum jar until it's filled and you get $1 million or engage in a tag team match with two kangaroo kings and an Oda king for the same amount? So to explain the first one, imagine yourself in a, let's say, almost like a big dunk tank type of thing, like a large cylindrical uh, clear, you know, place where you're going to be able to sit. You're yeah. sitting in there for as long as it takes to fill from the very bottom to the top. And random dudes on every day, hour of the day will be coming in and jerking You know how long that would take? I know. But you get a million dollars at the end of it. No. Or, like I said, you have to fight two kangaroos, kangaroo kings, big What beefy- is kangaroo kings? 
the big uh, alpha kangaroos who are like look like they do steroids and could put you in the fucking hospital. You got to step into a, a tag team match with the most nerdy otaku that you can find, the Ota King, a guy who probably has no physical stature at all. But you have to fight two kangaroos. Uh, I guess if you win, you get the million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go for the tag team. Yeah, you're gonna take out the yeah, kangaroos. Yeah. Why not? I guess I'll throw that <laughs> otaku king man. You'll you'll sacrifice <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, I'll come up from behind with a chair or something, smack one of those kangaroos. Yeah, you'll have to make him be kind of like your dirty. Um, what is the the people who come out with the wrestlers like their managers? Yeah, like, you can kind of use them as like a man, like the Undertaker's <laughs> like weird sunken eyed manager. That'd be your Oda King. You have to be the Undertaker with these kangaroos. I hate the idea of sitting in the jar. That kind of is like a fear factor thing. I would even say you get double the money. And I would say you only get five hundred I mean, thousand dollars against take, the camera. You'd probably die before you. That's freaking. Well, I, I'm going to say with the same people who are coming in and are bringing you food and water. <laughs> you, <laughs> Here's an apple. Yeah, it's kind of like a but like I said, but Buffalo Bill situation. You're just like lowering down the shit, and then they oh they give you the lotion. They give you the lotion as uh, in addition to the food and water. That's that's a scary. But uh, I like I said, I changed it to two million dollars. And if it's every hour, every day... Oh, you, oh, you bumped up I, the... I said it was actually 500000 for the Kangaroo King and $2 million for the cum jar. I made it... I can't have it at the same thing because yeah. one is obviously not as bad as the other. Even though you could probably get killed by the Kangaroo Kings. You'd probably get knocked in the fucking head and either black out or die. <laughs> I don't know. I might... I mm. No. Do you think if it was a month... No. If it took a month, would you stay in that jar? No. I would. For a month? Good for you. I would have to fly. Can you float and come, do you think? Uh, No. You don't think you can float? Fucking quicksand. (laughs) (laughs) You get like, you get turned into like Han Solo when he gets fucking frozen in carbonite. Yeah, you'd be like, don't move, man, don't move. Yeah, your heart is like a stiff sock coming out. (laughs) Somebody cracks you over over their knee when you get out. Well, you wonder though, I mean, the thing is, is it's probably drying up and it's losing, you know, some of its, you know, it's not going to stay. Yeah. It won't be a liquid. Yeah. It'll just be, I mean, even if it does dry, that's still technically, uh, yeah. I that, I think that makes it even easier. If it's just drying. I, no, the thing is, is like a lot of it's like just gummy water or something. You know what I mean? In terms of. Oh, like of, seminal. Like yeah. So it's going to lose some of its volume. Yeah. So, so now, it would take even longer. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how many people it is, like 20 people every hour. I guess that's the real question. How many people are jizzing in at once? <laughs> I, just for the sake of it, dude, because I'm never going to make $2 million in my life. If I'm getting paid, or if I'm getting fucking food, water, and I get the chance to have $2 million, I'll just live in the jar. I'll be like a weird David Blaine. That's like his biggest magic trick. He sits in a jar of cum until it's filled. Even David Blaine would not do this. You'd be surprised. I feel no. like David Blaine would do a lot no, for he would not. Do you think David Blaine in the the Pussy Posse ever like the what? The Pussy Posse. You know uh Toby Maguire, Leonardo DiCaprio, David Blaine. You never heard of that? Nope. They were a group. They just all would hang out in the 90s and like fuck ladies together. Or maybe not together, but they would go out in the town and like really? look for like I don't know if I believe that. That's that's no, you have to believe it. That's a real thing. They were called the Pussy Posse. The Pussy Posse. <laughs> <laughs> look it up. I, I mean, it was infamous, dude. They would all go out to, like, nightclubs and would party to the, the the beginning of the new day. And Leonardo would walk away with 20 ladies. And Tobey Maguire would, I guess, 
get his scraps and then David Blaine would hook up with like a waitress or something. I don't know. Uh, well, there it is. Yeah. There's a picture of um, them in like bathrobes. Really? Sitting. Yeah. Post coitus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. They just definitely had a threesome with. They probably absolutely went all in on one girl together. If you're like a celebrity, I feel like group sex is like not as uh, troublesome to your psyche. Because have you ever had the opportunity to have a devil's three way? What? Has that ever been on the table? Not like maybe verbally, but like no. implicitly. No. I was in a room where I was, it was two dudes sucking on the same girl's titty. And then I realized what was happening. I was very drunk and I was like, no, I got to leave. And I immediately dipped. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going any further with this. This feels wrong. But yeah, I, I don't think I could engage in the pussy posse orgy. Uh, and I don't think David Blaine would be in the cum jar. So I guess I would be there and alone. I'm going to take that two milli. Hopefully you don't die, dad. Wow, they were pretty young though when this started. How old were they? I mean, Leo was well, probably in his early twenties. Well, there's a picture of him at Blaine. I mean, he looks pretty young. Oh yeah, I mean they. I mean, this was like Titanic, like yeah. era. So, yeah, they they had their time in the sun. Now Toby's doing weird shit with gambling, and maybe he's going to be in the new Spider-Man. Who knows? But Dad, next, would you rather? Would you rather be exiled on an in-person journey to collect a DVD slash VHS? Of every animated, or excuse me, every anime movie released up until today's date, or be sent back to medieval times and try to woo a princess for the ability to come back. I think this is a good one. Medieval times, huh? Mm-hmm. You like you would be sent back to, I guess, before the Black Plague. I think that's fair because if you get caught up in that, it's pretty much game over. But today's date, that's. Thousands of videos. And I you don't have to understand, do in person. Yeah, but it be exiled on an in-person journey. Okay. I, to explain that, exiled in the sense that you have to leave everything that you have currently going for you. You have to traverse land, sea, air, whatever to yeah, find these what's DVDs. The, what's the payback? You get to go back to your normal life. <laughs> this is exile. You're stuck on this weird, uh, you know, Liz, Ulysses S uh, journey. You're fucking out there, you know, hearing the sirens call at you and shit. Considering that there's, like, an unbelievable amount of anime movies out there. I think that's uh, anime movies, though. I'm not saying OVA. Movies, no. I'll say anime movies to today's date. So all of the 70s, all of the 80s, all the 90s, 2000s, 2000s. Yeah. I don't, I, that actually probably isn't that many. You do have to find an inversion copy of it, though. You can't, I mean, like, it might just be, I'd have to go to freaking Japan and just, you know, buy every damn go into one store you think they would have every single one though well maybe not but that's or go online you wouldn't even attempt to do the medieval times thing you wouldn't try you don't think you have the charisma to woo a princess to even get near a princess to woo her because that's always the thing in movies like oh the squire or some fucking whatever dude is just like happens upon this princess and they fall in love yeah but the whole thing is you know you go back in time but are you like all of a sudden put right into a situation where the princess is there or do you gotta go find her and then somehow figure out <laughs> yeah you transport to a bar <laughs> you're in a tavern and the princess is across the bar no you you i guess you were put into some kingdom i guess we'll start you're there we'll have you uh transport into like a haystack in a fucking kingdom somewhere and you have to locate the princess or locate a princess that's nearby try to woo her and if she falls in love with you you get to go home Actually, you have to fuck her before you go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. She just has to fall in love with you. No, I mean, I don't think so. I don't want to go to the 
do back in time. It seems pretty boring. Have you ever seen, what's that movie with Martin Lawrence, Black Knight? Is that what that is? It's kind of like Black Knight. Have you ever seen that movie? No. No? It's no. kind of funny. But yeah, I, I don't think that would be the worst thing ever. It's kind of... No, I'm not saying it would be real bad, but I'm just saying, if I could just do, you know, be in modern time and just, yeah, I'd have to go to Japan, it wouldn't be a bad thing. And Well, you're making the assumption you can just buy every single movie that's ever been made. And you, you would probably have to track some of this down. Well, I might. But... You, you're like this weird bounty hunter. Who do you think smells worse? A medieval princess or an otaku? <laughs> that's a fair question. I think that's a fair question. Because I, I think they probably both smell really bad. I don't know, though. If you're a princess, I think they had the ability to bathe a little bit more. Maybe once a month. They don't. They just didn't fucking shower and shit like that. I mean, they always showed the princess had a whole bunch of, you know... Handmaidens or whatever they were called. Or, yeah, you they know. put powder to mask the smell of B.O. I mean, there was there was not a lot of great hygiene back in the yeah. day. It's I a funny parallel, yeah. especially since they used well, the Well, we've had this conversation before. About medieval times? Yeah, about, yeah, what it, you know, did people really stink bad? And I was sort of of the attitude of, well, you probably just didn't think of it in that way. Like, you just didn't care. Well, if you're going back in time... You would probably know. Of course. Yeah. I guess, I mean, you have to, there has to be an objective sense. Like if you have, you transport a medieval princess or you transport some dude who's been watching My Little Pony for a week straight, <laughs> there really might not be a difference. It's hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, I, I, just for the sake of it, I'm going to go medieval times because they would be kind of cool to try to woo, try to flex my charisma because I don't actually know if I'm charismatic enough to do it, but I would like to try. I always like to try to prove myself, prove to myself as a, a young balding man that I can still get laid. And that Either that like fun... it would be off with his head. <laughs> yeah, I make I, I make one move at her. Yeah. And I get my fucking head cut off. I go up into the, like a royal court and I fucking. Somebody yeah. suck me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd get, you know, the princess in that respect, but maybe she'd be interested. Uh, so, Dad, last, would you rather? Would you rather? Have everyone's face, but yours, replaced with an anime character's for five years. Or cosplay and live like an anime character in complete earnest for the same amount of time. So for the first one, it's kind of like the metaverse. Everybody's going to look like a fucking cartoon character for five years. So until you are, you're turning 59 this year? Yep. So you, until you're 64, everyone's going to be an anime character. Or until you're, you know, 64, you would have to be... Naruto or fucking Spike Spiegel or anybody that you could think of that you would want to be. You would have to be them in earnest for five years. You would have to almost method act with this character until you're an old man. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already an old man. Yeah. No, I wouldn't care if everyone's face is replaced with animated characters. Are you sure, though? I'm sure that would be troublesome. Probably, but. And you still look normal? Yeah, but I just, I'm not going to do the cosplay thing. I think that'd be kind of cool. I mean, I'm young enough where like it wouldn't be the worst thing. I think if what? I, just... I mean, yeah, but you're you're living as that character in everyone's like looking at you like, look at this freak. I mean, well, like I said, you have to choose the one that works for you. If I pick someone like <laughs> Spike, I could be Spike, and I would have to learn how to do. I could be a bounty yeah, hunter. Would I would try to, to be a bounty hunter. Yeah. Well, I don't think you could fight like him. <sighs> I'll fight Shoot your like ass, him. old man. <laughs> <laughs> Butcher Duke's a motherfucker. Uh, no. I I really 
I just don't like the idea of anyone's face being anime and the rest of their body being normal. That freaks me out. I don't know. I it just like when you see some of these uh, videos of people playing these um, VR games where they are pretending to be a character and they're just talking. It, it would just feel like that to me, and it would just to completely take me out of reality. I might try to hurt myself. It's like this is too much. Five years is too long. Five years is a long ass time. Yeah. Well, it's it wouldn't it would seem like it would go by fairly quickly. I mean, we've been here for six, and does it feel like six? Hmm. I guess it's hard to say, does it feel like six? I feel like a completely different person. Yeah. So by the time that I get to, I'm 31. So by the time I'm 31, I might just believe I'm Spike Spiegel at that point. It might be hard for me to get back, <laughs> you know, to normal life. But uh, you're going to need a lot of therapy. I'm, I'm going to have to desensitize myself to, uh, I guess, wanting to kick people or corgis or whatever. But yeah, I don't think I want to do the anime one. The anime one freaks me out. And I'm sure a lot of people would be super cool with it. But for me, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna just dress up as a character. I might even just be Aang. That'd be cool. I'd pretend that I'm like Aang, the, the last airbender. And I pretend that I can't airbend anymore. And I just sort of live a normal life. <laughs> There's loopholes. There's always loopholes, apparently. Yeah. So what, you're going with the anime one? Yeah. All right. Very cool. I guess you're right. You could probably pick somebody that's... You just pick the most mundane yeah. anime character. I mean, yeah, there's got to be some. I pick the Rosian Z guy and I just piss my pants every day. <laughs> Aruko! <laughs> I piss myself. Yeah, that would be perfect. I'm going to do that. That sounds like fun. I'll be an old man. All right, Dad. We are uh, heading out into the town. You know, the Vipers are riding high and so is Erskine. And I, I think a couple of the... Uh, the Otakings, <laughs> the Otakings actually came to the locker room and begged Erskine to take him out. Wow. They heard that little interview he did with Joe Cuck, and he they were inspired. They needed it. They they came up to you and you know they bowed and shit. They were like, "Please get us some pussy." So um, next week, are we going to get uh, Cliff? We should we should talk about Cliff Jokic because he is sort of. He's been hired on. He's been yeah. hired on by uh, the Fox broadcast team, or the Fucks, excuse me, it's not Fox, it's Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> the Fucks broadcast booth. Yeah, we're going to have a, a brand new uh, color commentator, and uh, we'll have to introduce him next time we come around. Maybe Troy will be here for that. That could be fun. Yeah. But hey, in the meantime, we do have uh, some other categories to hit. So first up, Ghibli All Grown Up, bit skits and sequel ideas. Did you uh, have anything to contribute? No. I didn't have enough time. It's okay. That's how it has been the last couple of weeks. We're sort of flying by the seat of our pants as we near Thanksgiving. But I had, uh, I had just the idea that we were looking kind of like the, the prompt that I just did for the, would you rather it was somebody looking for like a rare VHS or like a rare uh, video of some kind at like a comic convention. And he's there with a friend, I guess. And considering that we need two people, but does that sound all right? Sure. All right. Let me uh, set a timer here. I also got to log out of my uh, fucking otaku singles. Um, some dude just messaged me. <laughs> How big is your dick? Not big enough. Um. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. Um, three, two, one, go. Come on, Chester. Let's get in there. All this line is, you know, they're shortening it up. This is the most exciting day of my life. Yeah, I can't wait. We got to get that really rare DVD. What's the name of the, the the movie? Are you talking about tentacles in Arizona? 
<laughs> yes, tentacles in Arizona. I can't believe they made an anime movie about tentacle monster fucking a girl in Tucson, where I'm from. This is the best day of my life. Same here. I can't believe it. Some fucking uh, dude in a... Um... <laughs> I'll just say fucking Spike Spiegel costume comes over. And he uh, gives me a wedgie. Ouch! What are you doing that for? Hey! What do you, do you think you are? Let go of my friend! <laughs> hey, come on, guys. You know it's me. It's, uh, it's, it's Sam from high school. Sam? Yeah, I used to play football. Sam Chamberlain. Oh, yeah. Didn't you stay back? <sighs> More than months, brother. School's <laughs> hard. But, you know, cosplay lives forever. <laughs> Let go of my underwear, you son of a bitch! Whoa, whoa, Jerry, come on. Let's 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 all get on the same page here. This is a great day, Oticon. I can't believe you guys are here. The fact that they're having in Arizona is kind of weird, but hey, I'm not gonna complain. What are yeah, you doing, Chester? Well, what are you dressed up as? We're here for a special reason. Oh, we're looking for a very rare DVD. Oh, I think I might be able to help with that. Really? Yeah. Oh, what do you know about fucking DVDs, Chamberlain? I know of a hell of a lot. I'm actually probably closer. I'm actually more of an otaku than you. We actually don't like to say that around here. I've, I've been beat up when I called myself an otaki. Oh, you call yourself an otaking? I wouldn't do that. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm just one of his many subjects. But let me, let me show you to, uh, to this booth over here. I think I have a very special friend to meet. So he brings us over to uh, this <laughs> uh, a booth that's completely covered in shadow. It's just some dude off in the corner. He's got like a hood on. Nothing in front of his uh, his his table. It's just like a bunch of fucking DVDs. No pictures on them on the uh, on the table. Hi, um, our friend Chamberlain over here said you had some stuff that we might want to see. Yes, that's possible. Well, um, we were looking for. Tentacles in Tucson? What? Yeah, it's uh, it's a whoa, 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 whoa! Keep it down. Do you have it? I'm not saying if I do or not, but do you realize what that tape's showing? I don't. That I've, DVD. I've only I've only heard. There's only one left in circulation. The rest have been destroyed. What? Yeah, the Japanese government. There's reasons that I can't really talk about right now, but I do know where I can find a copy. Wait, you, this is... Do you have any money? I have, I, I emptied up my pockets. I have like $65 in a gumball. Are you kidding me? I don't understand. This is all I've ever had to spend on anything in a on an Otocon uh, merchandise. What do you want? Go get me a reasonable amount of money before I can even talk to you kids. Well, hey, man, come on. This is... Chamberlain, why did you bring these kids over here? And especially looking for... The Lost Tentacles of Arizona. Oh, what is it? Tentacles of Tucson. <laughs> tentacles of Tucson. <laughs> hey, listen, dude. It's one of the first and rarest tentacle sex hentai ever produced. Terry, I understand. These kids are legit, though. I've known them all throughout high school. I've seen them playing Yu-Gi-Oh uh, in the in the lunchroom. These guys are the real deal. I'll I'll even spot them the money. You just gotta you gotta say what oh. it is. What's you, the price? Chamberlain? I mean, I kind of gave old fucking numbnuts a, a wedgie over here. So, hey, I'm not a numbnuts. Just, I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. What's your price? Make me an offer. All right. I empty out my wallet, and uh, I guess I asked fucking, uh, what was your other guy's name? 
<laughs> I ask, okay. I ask everybody to, you know, take out their wallets and empty it. So, all right. We have all together $215 in this, this hubba bubba gum. How close is that to being there? All right. I don't want the gum, but I'll take the cash. Perfect. That's awesome. Give me the cash. All right. Uh, I, I hand you the bundle of bills. All right. I'll be back. <laughs> you you fucking turn around and you open up this um, this door that's right behind you that we didn't even notice. It's like a secret passageway in the wall. Whoa, what is that? Uh, yo, is your friend fucking, you know, some secret agent or something? Where did that wall come from? Where did that door come from? Hey, I mean, you're, this is all, you know, new to me. I just, I'm just here to help you guys. I just wanted to be Spike. So we're waiting around. We're waiting for this guy to come back. And he doesn't come. There's nothing happening. It's just like this fucking slightly open door. Hey, man, Chamberlain, where is this guy? I don't know. I I, I thought he was just going to come back. You know what? I'm going to go down there. This guy's probably just fucking ripped us off of all of our money. And I don't want to be pushed around anymore. I came here to be a hero. I'm going to go get my DVD. So I fucking run down uh, the stairs after him. And I guess... Chamberlain follows, and you're, you're, my other friend is too scared to go because I can't remember what his name is. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we fucking run down there. Chamberlain, I'm, I'm kind of scared, man. What do you, what do you think is down here? Um, we're gonna find out. So we start hearing um like monster growls, like rrr, rrr, rrr. Chamberlain, this is getting freaking crazy, man. I, I think I want to go back up there. I think I'm with you, man. You know, I want to really help you guys, but now it's time that I think I uh, let, you know, good luck. <laughs> Wait, what What about the money? We just spent so much money on this tape. All right. Yeah, you're right. Let's keep going. All right. We, we go down to the bottom of the stairs and it's just like a, an empty room and there's a single TV and the guy is sitting there watching it. He's like, hey, is that your friend? Hey, mister, where's that fucking DVD? He slowly turns his head around, and his face is a pussy now. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, a uh, tentacle flies out of the, the screen and just shoots right into his face. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! What the hell? Oh, my God! This is why they destroyed them all! So the tentacle fucking grabs Chamberlain by the foot. <gasps> Chamberlain, no! He starts dragging you back. Come on, help me! No, no, no! It rips your fucking leg off. <laughs> Chamberlain! Starts oh. beating you over the head with it. <laughs> I've been knocked unconscious by your leg. Yeah. And I guess I wake up in this dark room and, uh, you know... I see the, the, the faint blue light of the TV flickering in the side, and I turn my head, and it's Chamberlain with a pussy face, and I scream. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like a good place oh, to stop no. it. That, that's, that was scary. Yeah, pussy face? Yeah. That feels like something that you would see in like Resident Evil. It, yeah. it seems incredibly spooky. I don't think I'd be able to recover after that. Yeah, it seems like one of those movies where, you know, if they watch the video and then, you know, 10 days later they die or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It was very much like a ring type of situation, yeah. but instead of some Japanese little girl come and get you, you grow a <laughs> vagina and <laughs> where your face should be. And a so. tentacle comes out and just rips your leg off. Yeah, rips your leg and then fucks your face, which. Beats somebody over the head with it. It seems 
pretty normal for a tentacle, to yeah. be honest. If yeah. The way that we've seen tentacles uh, used in anime movies, it, that feels about right. Yeah. So that was a decent bit. At least we got a good story out of it. A good horror story of anything. <laughs> Even though I forgot what our fucking friend's name was. It's just me and Chip. <laughs> good Chirp. thing you didn't go down that door, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It would have been yeah. really bad. Uh, but, Dad, that might be a good bit, but we're definitely trying to figure out if this is going to be on our best of our best list. What the hell is that? I don't know. Oh, sorry. That was me. Oh, your timer? Yeah. <laughs> that sucked. Yeah, that was my bad. I forgot to turn off the fucking timer. See, I'm always better at that when I'm, you know, actually I mean, shutting like, it off. What the fuck? Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> We've been compromised. All right, Dad. So I have uh, the best mockumentary on this Rushmore here. And let's see if Otaku no Video can uh, beat it out. So does it beat out? Borat, Cultural Learnings of America for uh, for Make Benefit, Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. Oh, wow, that's horrible t- horrible title. Um, this is Spinal Tap, What We Do in the Shadows, or Best in Show. Do you think Otaku no Video gets on the Rushmore? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's hard for me to, um, only because I don't, I didn't get all the in-jokes, you know what I mean? Mm. I don't know really how. I guess it's for people that are anime fans and so forth, but. You think you're better than this movie, though? Like, have you seen mm. these movies? Uh, this I is Spinal what, Tap. What, what we do in the do, shadows. What we do in the shadows. That's I a. It was it was adapted into a television show after the fact, but it was Taika Waititi's vampire mockumentary, and it was funny. It was well regarded. Yeah, I don't think so. No, you don't think it's gonna get yeah. on. I don't think so either. This is like too obscure. Yeah. Too particular. Uh, it is. You know, it, it's very effective in what it does. But I think, in a way, the animated version takes away from the mockumentary part of it. So I don't think it can truly be a mockumentary right. when the rest of this is sort of as it is. So, Dad, I'm done talking about this movie. And quite frankly, I want to make it my own. Uh, I want to do a live-action Netflix recast, but in a in an unconventional sense. Because it doesn't seem like we'd be able to do a true reimagining of this particular movie. So instead of asking a right-of-way bay... I thought it'd be kind of funny to give an origin story of a different type of character or a different type of characters. So I had for my fucking Netflix recast, I would love to see a Bay origin story. <laughs> and so right away, Bay, I would have Bay. Uh, and I think I would have to give George McKay the Bay. So role. Bay would direct his own. I think he would have story. to. I think he would have to, <laughs> unless there was somebody who has Bay's vision. I don't know who that would be. Who's like a, a preeminent action director who could capture Bay during his bad boy days? Ah, uh, jeez, I don't know. I, who's even an action director? Who fucking? I mean, anybody who directed Fast and the Furious movies? Justin Lin? I don't know. Throw anybody in there. I just think George McKay would is looks decently enough like uh, Michael Bay that he could play him at that role in his life. Although my second pick doesn't really. I mean, it's a little bit older than he was at the time. But for Will Smith in the Bad Boys role, who would be the other lead, would be Michael B. Jordan. And I know you <laughs> didn't really have too much to contribute to this particular one. Since no, I just really couldn't think about it. You couldn't think of a director yeah. you wanted to do for an yeah. origin. Yeah, no, this was kind of out there. I mean, like I said, I I didn't have a, a great idea of how to do no Taku no video as a, another mockumentary with other people in it. If it's also about Gynax, I don't know. It, it would the be... only thing I, I was starting to think about was... Um... A Steve Jobs thing, because I was always pissed that they were going to do a Steve Jobs movie, and I always wanted to see um, 
This was borderline Steve Jobs. What? The way they kicked him out, the board meeting scene. Does Steve Jobs have any like hangups with uh, with women in that movie with Fastbender, where he's like trying to get revenge for getting turned down? Um, he's actually turning that other woman down because he got her pregnant, right? What What are we talking about? Steve Jobs. Yeah. In the Steve Jobs movie. Yeah. He isn't mad that he got rejected. He got a girl pregnant. So Steve Jobs is actually a Chad who doesn't want to be a dad. Well, he doesn't want to admit that his uh, daughter's his. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which it kind of sucks even more. If you deny that you were my father, I would be, I think that would really hurt me. I don't think you could really <laughs> deny that, but, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. No, I was thinking, um, who was they, they were going to have play him? Um, Christian Bale. Oh, yeah. That would have been really good. He was just like going to be the perfect uh, Steve Jobs. Fastbender didn't do a horrible job. I don't even think he did a bad job. I just don't think yeah. he well, was Well, you know who than... did look very close to him, too, is Ashton Kutcher. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, Supposedly that movie was pretty bad. I never watched it. No, I didn't either. And that was considered the more traditional biopic-y type of film, uh, in contrast to Jobs, which was a Sorkin machine, however he kind of structured that, the three-act thing. But yeah, I, I also would have preferred uh, to see Bale in a, in, a, in a Steve Jobs thing. So yeah, let's just redo the Jobs movie. It doesn't <laughs> seem like Sorkin did enough. No, didn't I, didn't have like, enough I didn't like the story he tried to tell. No. Well, he kind of like took the beats of Steve Jobs' life and like re-fictionalized them type mm. of thing. But yeah, that's a fun idea. Another Steve Jobs movie. I can never get enough. Have you have you actually read that book that you I have up started there yet? reading it? Yeah, and uh, a lot of people that are you know pundits of Apple like didn't really like it. No, although Jobs specifically picked um, Walter Isaacson. Yeah, I'm reading his Leonardo da, uh, da Vinci book right now. Oh, are you? It's it's interesting. I haven't gotten down to like the good good parts. I'm mostly learning about when he was younger. Yeah, and shit. I guess he's pretty. Noted for the Ben Franklin one mm-hmm. that he did. Yep, that and one. Leonardo da Vinci. And... Mm-hmm. He's the preeminent biographer. Yeah. So maybe uh, one day, if I'm lucky, Walter will be... Actually, Walter's going to be fucking dead by the time that I would even be uh, famous enough for a book. <laughs> so maybe uh, Walter Isaacson Jr. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, so, Dad, last call for alcohol. Was there uh, any questions for the director or anything else that you wanted to know before we go? No, I can't think of anything. Uh, the only thing that I wanted to ask was just more otaku data. I just want more of this survey data that they did. I would like to know more about what's going on. Do you think on. that data was actually true? Um, I don't think there's any reason for me to believe those particular... Well, some of them maybe. I don't know. It seems like the ones where they were making the pie chart of like what things people were interested in, that didn't seem like it would be necessary to fake. Maybe some things were exaggerated, but... I would like to see some real otaku data. I want to get like really in the nitty gritty. Give me a spreadsheet. I want to know what the fuck's going on in these people's lives. I think it's fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. I think this whole lifestyle is bizarre and it's funny and I want to know more about it. Well, maybe there's a book right there. (sighs) I wouldn't be the one to do it. I'm not that type of writer. I I write about lesbians apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Apparently. All right, dad. Uh, I guess I have to send this over to Muskie in a moment, but was there anything that you think he's going to bring up that is worth guessing? Because it's always uh, nice to posit this to you before he really comes in and breaks it, something I'm over I'm interested. No, I mean, maybe Muskie's probably got some crazy hobby. Yeah, I feel like Muskie is otaku-like. Yeah. I think he probably... Yeah. I think he deep dives into something. He probably needs to be like 
investigated in a larger sense. He needs to be like that that yeah. seven week ongoing investigation of the movie when they track down that otaku. That was like one of the funniest parts of the movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> the the camera crew like runs out of the fucking truck and like you know. What, what are you doing with those? And he's just like holding like anime. What I didn't, uh, I mean, what I was trying to understand is too, is that one dude, like he literally just would walk into a place and like steal animation cells. Stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would that be possible? Well, they, they explained it that they were working 24-7 and that people don't really know anybody else and you could just sort of walk in and get something that's already been shot and just take it. Apparently, I mean, like... It was explained on the internet that these people worked for Gynex or were friends of Gynex people. They This probably happened to some capacity where people were stealing shit like that. Whether they just walked in, it's hard to say. Yeah. But, hey, fellas, what uh, what are you up to? You watching this fucking stupid-ass uh, otaking thing? Yeah. Well, uh, I don't have any fucking hobbies, you know? I actually just kind of do my job and... I pay my bills and I make love to my girlfriend and I uh, I live a normal life. Wow, that's sort of lame, Musky. Doesn't seem like. I mean, do you have anything that you're interested in? What is like you're passionate about? Do you have any passions? No, I've 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 sort of been living uh, trauma after trauma, and I, uh, you know, Musky, I really don't want to hear it, dude. Do you like you know sort your sock drawer or something you know, in your spare time? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I actually like to keep my fucking private matters to myself. It seems like you guys only want to just shit on me for, you know, the people that I love and the people that I hang out with, whether it be my, my fucking rat best friend or my, my real girl, uh, real girl doll. Do- you know, just for bat. the fact that you have a real doll, that, I think you might be otaku. You know, you might not be wrong. In a way that, uh, you know, I... I it you is probably my- know everything about real dolls and... Fake sex dolls and stuff like that. You're probably an expert. You know, I do treat Bethany's, uh, let's say her anatomy, something like a computer, where I do like to swap in and out uh, different pocket pussies. But, you know, <laughs> that was that was something that I paid uh, a little extra money for to uh, have the privilege of being able to choose my personal lover. So, you know, I'm not one of these losers who's not getting any sex. So I don't want you guys to think that either. Muskie, do you... <clears throat> this is my, maybe When's the weird... last time you had sex with a real woman? Hmm. <laughs> well, me and Beth have been dating for uh, four months now. Four months? Maybe five. I don't know. It's been a while. I'll have to go check my bank statement. But, uh, you know, probably last year, 2020, I remember hooking up with some fucking floozy after uh, she came into my bar. And, uh, you know, she hung around a little too long and she was asking for some musky penis. And I, hey, he said, I, got, I got something to give. Wow. Some musky penis, is that what you call <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, man. It's just what it is. Yeah. Musky, do you happen to live around here? That must have traumatized you for, you know, being that you've now resorted to a, a real doll. No. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm, uh, I'm... Who's better? Who's better? My bitch, for sure, dude. <laughs> I would take Bethany every day of the week because she gets yeah. exactly what we both need, yeah. you know, and that's something that you can't really get with uh She can't talk, can she? Like we've talked about before, she's got a special feature. I've got an app. <laughs> we we don't have to keep relitigating this stuff. You know, yeah. I, I'm but gonna... I'm sure you can freaking program it to say exactly what you want to hear. Sometimes I, uh, sometimes I do. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I do, you know. Oh, really? What? You just put some random phrases in there and put it on shuffle? You know, it really depends. I like uh, sometimes I put an audio book on, 
Or sometimes I make her sing me the Beatles, and I fucking an audiobook, Muskie. Yeah, come on. I like I like What's Beth. La- I what? like Beth to read to me when I'm having sex to her because I can't read. <laughs> you can't what? read. You're illiterate, Muskie. You can't read. No, I can't read. Don't can, look at me like that. Can you make change? I know fucking math, motherfucker. <laughs> I, <laughs> you don't need to, you know, read a book to be able to fucking count. You son of a bitch, Muskie. Muskie, are you on the spectrum? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my bar! <laughs> Get the fuck out! Don't ever ask me that again. Who do you think you are? I Maybe mean, a little you bit. You have trouble with freaking relationships. You don't really know how to read. And I'm questioning. I mean, did you finish high school? I I got my GD in the after I fucking you know I, before I got deployed. That was the only reason I could go. Remember, I I'm a smart. I'm smart. I'm smart, motherfucker. I'm smart. I do computer shit. I I, I swap out my girl's pussy for better ones. I'm smart. Okay, dude. Whatever. I believe you. You sound kind of like Goodwill Hunting. I'm fucking smart. Yeah. Muskie. Muskie. Well, whatever. Hey. Whatever you. To each his own. Hey. When are you ever gonna invite us over to your house? When are we ever gonna be able to hang out with you in like a real context? If you would even want to do that with us. Yeah. Why don't you bring your girlfriend in? You know, that's uh, <laughs> that's maybe not. So We'd bad like to meet her. Yeah. I uh, I think I will. Maybe next week I'll bring old Bethany around and we can uh, have a little chit chat with her. We, you know. She's a nice gal. Just don't, you know, be throwing your eyes around at her. She's fucking shy. All right, Muskie. I guess we'll uh, we'll see your fucking your weird girlfriend later. She's not weird. All right. See you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so we fucking walk outside. Uh, you know, honestly, Dad, I think something's up with Muskie where he might really truly be hiding something. In his, in his house. We brought it up in the episode before that he might be having this, like, weird well. And after that conversation we just had, I, I'm kind of curious as to... I kind of want to go see what the fuck's going on at Muskie's yeah, house. we might have to uh, make an unplanned visit. Well, you know, funny thing or is... an unannounced visit. Funny thing is, Rory let it slip to me the other day when he was... Uh, <laughs> He ran past the table. I don't know what he was doing. I think he was trying to go eat someone's ass. He ran by the table. He let something slip about where he was living by. I think I know where Muskie goes. Really? Yeah. All right. Um, let me just call this Uber real quick, and we'll do the, the Jackson main afterwards. <laughs> so I fucking call it Uber, and he picks us up. It's like, all right, why don't you, uh, all right, Uber man, take us to um, the taco shop down on uh, Henderson, and uh, you know, just, just drive slow. All right, boss. Sounds good. So he uh, he drives us off there, and we uh, we drive up slow on this fucking street, and we can hear loud music, just like being played from this house, and uh, I, you know we roll up to it. It's like whoa, I think this is Muskie's house. We we you know we see the the windows, and there's like people walking by, and it looks like there's a, this fucking party going on. It's like is someone having a fucking party at Muskie's house? What the hell? I wonder if if Rory saw a house party when Muskie's at work. <laughs> Uh, it wouldn't surprise me that rat. He's he's a swinger. Should we? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna call the house. And I'm gonna see if anyone picks up. Okay. Okay. Hello, you've reached the uh, the Gus Muskie residence. Uh, leave a message at the beep, and uh, if you're the IRS, don't fucking call me again. <laughs> wow, it doesn't seem like uh, anyone wants to pick up. That party must be really popping. Do you do you think we should go knock on the door? Why not, man? It sounds like a party's going on. I mean, <laughs> Fuck it, dude. We might get some free alcohol. Yeah, whatever. All right. So we go up to the <laughs> see door. See what Muskie's into, man. <laughs> Let's see who's invited to his house. Yeah. So we fucking go over there and uh, we knock on the door. 
and uh, you know nothing happens, and all of a sudden we see the fucking door open up, and and Rory is this 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 pulley system that he's able to open the door with. It's like, oh, Rory, what's up? And we look inside, and we just see it's a bunch of real dolls on like a Home Alone track, who are just like being carted around like they're having a real fucking party. Rory, what the fuck is going on? Oh, hey man, sorry. Um, Muskie just sort of leaves these on. He's he has this weird setup where he wants people to think that he's having a party all the time, and yeah, this uh, this is as inconvenient to me as, as it is Muskie to everything else. Is fucked up. I mean, come on, man. He doesn't just have one real doll. He's got a He's got a network. Yeah. He's got, they're living different lives. This is like, I am legend shit. (laughs) He thinks these people are real. Rory, can you point out his girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's okay. He sort of left her in a weird place on the couch. It's just this real doll and donkey (laughs) with no clothes on on the couch. It figures. That's disgusting. (laughs) That's fucking gross. Rory. Good to see you, bro, but this is probably where I need to get out of here, and I'm sure my dad needs to go, too. So, uh, you know, come by. Sit by the bar sometime. You know, join the podcast anytime you want, Rory. All right, buddy. See you later. Wow. I I really don't know what to say. Well, well, we're going to have to maybe bring this up to Muskie. I think we need to um, definitely bring this up to Muskie, because if he's going to have all these real dolls on... These these weird tracks. They're fucking. They're playing music. They're waving their arms around. I don't even know how he does it. I think he is truly smart from all the way that he set that up. Yeah, he's one of those weird savants. He might be on the spectrum, but he's he's clever at the very least. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I still don't respect him. But yeah. <laughs> oh well, fuck that. This was uh, this was enlightening, but we still gotta uh, give this fucking. <laughs> this is the wine of rating here. So, Dad, this is the Jackson Maine through the window. Hey, what's your wine rating? Um, yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. I don't remember uh, disliking it the last time, so I'm sure it's going to be a comparable rating. Although I don't want to give it, mm, let me give another taste here. I could probably give it an eight out of 10. Eight out of 10. Are we doing the Tim Ferriss can't say seven type of thing? Well, that's what I'm trying to avoid. I mean, I'll do seven and a half. Probably. Yeah. I was going to do seven and a half too. Yeah. Seven and a half feels fine. Yeah. All right, seven and a half um, r- fake real dark parties. <laughs> <laughs> that feels fine, I guess. What about you? And I'm seven and a half rare DVDs. Perfect. Perfect <laughs> pussy face tentacle monster DVD. All right, well, this has been fun. Uh, I, I hope we can do... Uh, well, actually, tomorrow next week is going to be Thanksgiving, so we're yeah. going to try to get a special kind of Thanksgiving episode out next week, uh, and then fifty is going to be after that. So there might be a buffer week in between forty-nine and fifty for me to try to think of something. But unless somebody's got a great idea out there, unless somebody really wants to chime in uh, yeah. and leave a five stars and maybe just you know direct us into the place where we need to be for this podcast because we surely don't know what to be doing with it. Uh, you can maybe understand that by the fact that I haven't uh, edited any of those videos yet. But (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we'll get there eventually. But hey, just like always, we have absolutely no idea what we're doing. And hopefully on the other end, we'll be able to figure it out. But until then, we are just going to have to see you next time. Yup, and bye-bye. Bye-bye, and don't drink a drive.